Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. That because I'm we're on with a Texas boy who I swear everybody in Texas always mm-hmm. has this argument about what a burger to In and Out. And hey, I'm just gonna start. So we off had a kid. I, we had a re- starting on that episode with a. Fight. We had a. Re- first of all, first of all, water is in fact better. I like In and Out, so let's not let's not mistake this i'm not saying in and out sucks that's not what i'm saying in and out is very good whataburger is better they're different we had a recruit in from california had this very conversation this week it's it's a regional thing man it's a regional we actually have in and out in houston now so it's made its really? way here yeah so it's it, it it exists so i just think they're two different things man but whataburger is better it is it is what it is they're just different man so a fun fact about just the the pure quality and the integrity that and the standard that in and out holds themselves to is that <clears throat> what surprises me about it being in Houston is for for 50 years, they refused to expand too far to the West. Um, but I guess Houston makes sense because there is no chance that it'll get snowed out, that they got snowed out so they can't deliver, which would inhibit them from delivering the meat fresh. So Nevada, like Reno, states that way, they would not deliver, they would not open up any chains because they couldn't right. guarantee that their meats would the meat would be fresh in the case of inclement weather. So there's that. Sure. I'm um, saying I'm saying they decided they were ready to make more money and they figured that they would come keep coming this way, opening more stores. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of California influx into this great state of Texas right now, if we're being honest. Yeah, there really is. Uh Dallas is basically the yeah, is basically become the real LA of uh of texas right now huge boom um you know me you know my mom she was uh she was an executive at nissan for a long time yeah. uh to- but the likes of toyota kia a lot of these uh huge car manufacturers have also moved to texas taking you know the california population with them which ain't mm-hmm. a bad thing uh if you've been paying attention um but it's making, yeah, man. Uh, it's making uh, houses much more expensive here in texas but that's okay yeah, you can't get a seven-bedroom house for $250,000. My apologies. <laughs> My apologies. Oh, man. Hall of Fame, Scott H-O-F. Rowland. H-O-F. H-O-F, as of today, official. Fred, yep. the crime. Hey, quick question. Do you think that crime Fred dog. just does Fred McGriff, or does he do Fred the crime dog? Because that is we're, – we're going to get into some all-time baseball accounts here, but all-time – nicknames top top five easy it's it's the crime dog mcgriff aka the inventor of the helicopter finish okay the best it was it was classic man Uh, really really good baseball player really good baseman for a long time obviously played with the braves dude i mean i'm gonna look the stats up but i know he had 400 homers really good baseball player but again the patented helicopter finish iconic you can't beat that iconic um especially how far he stayed away he stayed off the plate i always stood off the plate it was just he's so um it was amazing i can never understand how he got plate coverage but it's been cool to watch having this influx of highlights um you know with his induction and looking at the transformation from early in career with a two-handed to developing the iconic one hand. I mean, he just go like low and away, shin high, oppo, you know, with the 
with the old whirly bird and uh yeah just legendary uh toronto toronto blue jays um one of the og super og tampa tampa bay devil rays oh that's right with his uh, another hall of fame uh character by the the, by a guy named wade boggs fred mcgriff fred mcgriff 493 home runs 19 year big league career 19. 19 95 world series with the braves he had 10 seasons with 30 or more homers and eight times he had 100 RBIs or more. It's uh, it's good it's it's good stuff, man. Um gold gloves. Let's gold gloves. Where are we at? Where where's Fred on that? It's a good question. They didn't highlight the gold gloves. I'm not sure he won any, but Right. So that that's kind of my he, question. I don't he remember. Was, he, he was a good defensive player. Yes, he was, but he was not gold. I think that was one of my one of my questions. And as you said, you let off with this phrase, really good baseball player. And if you haven't been paying attention to the Twitter, to the Twitter today, that seems to be the argument. Right. You're back is on. Is the hall by the way. of, huh? Back, back on Twitter, Chris Dickerson. Oh, no. I, I just, I think I automatically just say it. Well, I, I technically, it's under the, the player for the plan account, but I have access to browse twitter okay uh just okay. it may not be my account it could be my kevin durant burner account um but the hall of really really good this was something we discussed with scott earlier when we started when we started the show and looking at it they're I, they're they're almost identical you have a, i think i believe it's a 287 284 287 lifetime career both 400 400 home runs but the big difference is where you ask bring to this the defensive standpoint is Scott had eight gold gloves. So yeah. from the offense standpoint, yeah, really, really good defensively elite. So how do you feel about that argument? Is that, is it a really, really good, or do you think those numbers are hall of fame minus the gold gloves? And who, if, who was the premier, who was the premier guy at, at Fred's position for all those years? It's a good question on who was winning the gold gloves during that time frame, but I'm I'm saying yeah. I mean, he was seven homers away from 500. That's still at that juncture in time was was a tremendous feat. I mean, still would be a tremendous feat now. But um, I, I'm 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 saying yeah. He he hung out on the ballot for a little bit, and and finally got in. Rolling to your point, the the gold gloves for me are like the the gavel that closes the case, so to speak. Uh, you know, but pretty cool to see. The the one thing I appreciate about the the HOF inductions is the guys giving their speeches obviously highlighting whether it's their family or teammates or coaches, the previous, you know, guys that have been inducted already. Um, it's, it's a common, it's a common thread that those guys are always taken aback by the, the former players that are in the crowd and the real emotion that comes out during some of those speeches, I think is just priceless because there's so much build up to something like that, that it's, I think it even gets, you know, the guy's guy, so to speak, it, 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 it gets them, gets into their, their their psyche, their emotion of like, you know, how much blood, sweat, and tears went into that. And I, I just think it's always so cool to see. But also the visual too. I think the visual is what gets them. When you have everybody and you have teammates, I think it really chokes, chokes you up. You're kind of far removed. You get the call and you have your family there. But actually seeing the guys, seeing the teammates out in the crowd, I think that's what that just what pushes guys over the limit. Yeah, I know there was a Jay Bruce. I believe there was a Jay Bruce sighting yeah. uh, in Cooperstown. Yeah. Uh, today to support old Scotty Rowland, and um, he was there. Uh, 
it's um yeah it's something i would like to i would like to see eventually because uh i think just going to cooperstown uh, paul i'm not sure if you got the opportunity to play in that that cooperstown exhibition that we that we played in every year yeah. i was fortunate had to leave a double a game to go play the pirates for one of those cooperstown exhibitions like in the middle of the season and it is it is a special place. So if you if you have not been to Cooperstown, you know Double Day Field, it's it's pretty cool. And I'm sure you're going to be headed there pretty soon with that yep. that Cooperstown next, Youth Tournament. That's yeah. Next year, next year we, we may have a field. chance. To, the the Yanish offspring, the oldest one's got a chance next year to go to to that event. So we'll see. It'll be fun. It's people talk about it. Stay in the dorms, sleep in the bunks. Yeah. You know, all the whole deal. So the the kids get pretty juiced up about it. But um. A lot of a lot of history in Cooperstown, man. Pretty cool. Um, hey, changing changing topics a little bit, okay? We got the Jared Kalnick in in Seattle kicks the cooler, breaks his foot. Okay, I, I'm not going to bang on Jared too much. He's he's having a good year. Super unfortunate. Obviously, emotion takes over. We've all been there. Car washed the dugout a little bit. This is unfortunate, man, because it, you got you got a team that's in the race, so to you know, to a certain degree in the wild card deal, and he's having a good year. Emotion gets the best of him in the heat of the moment, breaks his foot. Obviously, there was some there was some salty discharge in his in his in his postgame interview. He felt bad about it when they found out there was a fracture. It's it sucks for the kid. I hate it. it. It sucks for the Mariners. I'm sure the Mariners fans are giving him a little grief about it. Uh, but but a it brings grief. Yeah, it brings into grief. question though. Hey, give me your best give me your best story, former teammate or anybody that anybody that got hurt doing something stupid that took him off the field, put him on the IL. Got a, I got a couple ones, but one that always sticks out to me, just a guy just can't contain his anger. I remember Eric Thames uh, when he first came up in Toronto and he had, he had struck out and he struck out through the bat like in the vertical and i'm still to this day i'm not really sure why there the bat rack was one of these instead of a, right. putting it down into the cylinder but he threw his bat in and the thing hit the bat cup came right back squared him up in the eye that was a wrap for him for like for for three days um that was that was pretty bad and i've, I've had i've had some guys that have punched a bat you know one of these you know swing and yep. you know grabbing like dang hit the barrel ends up fracturing a bone right there um yeah but i'm sure there's also i've had a couple more like deep uh bone bruise after tr attempting to snap a bat uh yeah, over well, that's that's dumb don't do that yeah that's dumb dumb um, um we got, i got a couple off the field ones uh shout out to former rice great lance berkman towards acl playing flag football in the offseason we had a Clint Barmus, if I remember correctly, good good player, carrying allegedly carrying deer meat up the stairs, got hurt doing that. Um, that was that was in season. So there's been some good ones over the course of time, man. Um, there have been some good ones. It it doesn't necessarily. I mean, we've had some yeah off season, some famous off season. The Tatis scenario with the wrist, the oh, Jeff yeah. Kent on the motorcycle or mm. washing his, tr washing his truck sure. slipped and fell off his truck. Like, why are you on a truck in the first place? But the thing that gets me about this is like, let's, let's take this into our minds. 
We're talking about a Gatorade cooler. Now, right. where are Gatorade coolers typically? On the bench. They're elevated. Up They're up yeah. high. So do can do we have video? What happened here? Did he come through video? kick it? Flying ninja kick? Or the only thing that I can think of, and frankly, both of them are awesome. I'm just wondering, you know, you, you clearly has to be up here in order to get your Gatorade, a little pinchy pinch. But I don't know how you break your foot kicking a Gatorade cooler. The only thing I can think of, if it was like a super hot, if it was a day game, Paul, and you had the ammonia bucket that is on the ground, perhaps, <laughs> and... Yeah. Maybe just that ammonia wasn't wasn't kicking in, wasn't in doing right, and you just got a little, you know, feisty and kicked it. But you gotta like really kick the crap out of something. But why Gatorade cooler is even on the ground in the first place is is, is beyond me. It's a good question. It's a good question. I don't think to... there's no details. I haven't looked into it a whole lot, but if there's there are details, that's just the one part that just that doesn't make sense to me. What there's no Gatorade buckets on the ground. It's a good point, man. It's a good point. Well, nevertheless, um, it's unfortunate. Hopefully it gets better soon. Let's, um, let's flip over. What do you got? The, um, O's in first place, man. Took, took over the Rays. Rays have been the best team all year going through a little bit of a funk. O's are pushing, um, a lot brings of into question. A lot of fun. Yeah, brings into question, what are the O's – how aggressive do the O's want to be at the deadline, man? I mean, they're they're clicking on all cylinders, but uh, I'm curious to see. We, we got it's, we, got, we got about a week left before the trade deadline. I, I know there's a bunch of a bunch of talk. We'll see where, where some of these guys end up. But Orioles in first place. I, I, the Rays aren't going anywhere, by the way. They're not going anywhere. They're just going through a little bit of a, a, little bit of a slide. But we'll, we'll see how that division shakes out. Yankees not hitting, not not offensive over there, bud. But is it a is it a little bit of a slide when you're talking about the early talk was like one of the greatest teams in AL history with you know record breaking, um, you know the 26 games consecutive home runs. Right. But I mean they're just both boat racing first team to 60 wins, like you know milestones all along the year. Is it a slide or is it are we witnessing a collapse here? What I mean. Given where they started, how class. much you have to slide, or it, are we going to give credit here? Baltimore has been playing well, but you do have to do quite a bit of stumbling here to 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 be where you're, where Tampa is at. Two games back now, when you're mm -hmm. arguably a history, we weren't a historic pace, but to now be too high, yeah, I, I would say it's a little bit more than than a uh, slide right now. It's a long season, dude. I, you know, for me, it's a slide. They're, they're too talented. They've been too good for too long for, for the majority of the season up to this point. You know, this is going to be a little blip on the radar, I think. Assuming health and in, in, in the in the rotation, they're going to get McClanahan back, I think, at some point, not too distant future. Uh, they'll be fine. But I think the, there's more credit due to Baltimore than there is, you know, getting, getting mad at the Rays for me, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, they're still – they both have 61 wins, dude. I mean, they're both – it's it, they're – we're 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 in, we're in decent shape, right? And to your but to your point, um, bringing that back, who is, you know, with these names floating around, who who's it going to be? Like, how far are they willing to go? Is it a Strowman? Is it a Giolito? Yeah. Um, yes, you know, yes, who's it going to be? Is. I don't know. And it's going to be that, something like that, right? It's gonna it's gonna be something that has that has to make sense. They're not going to do like um, 
you know, kind of like a run the mill guy. If it's like they're going to go out and get a, a one or a two guy and, and make this a make this a real push. But I think not only just to bolster it, but I think giving a significant boost uh, at the top of the, um, the top of the rotation, I think with where Gunnar Henderson hit that ball today in Tampa, I think they're doing just fine. But I think they're in the same scenario as the, the Reds where they're going to have to continue to score runs if they want to get if they want to accomplish anything, because they're simply just not getting it on, 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 the, on the pitching side. And, you know, at, at some point you just got to you can't it's not sustainable, especially later in the year, as you know. We're going to start getting into July. We're going to start getting into July, August, where those bats are really going to start slow down. Guys are going to be, you know, going back to that 31, going an ounce less because it's just it's a lot. That's it's a it's a widely known thing where the bats start slowing down late in the season, the dog days of summer. And uh, you're, you're going to need a little bit of insurance. You can't be going out scoring eight runs every night. Um, so I, I think that that Giolito potentially makes sense, even though I would love to yeah. see him uh, in a Dodgers uniform back home, back home. But who, who else do you think, who else are you thinking right now? That's getting moved for to pitchers. Mean? Yeah. To, for, for Baltimore, who makes sense? Uh, I don't know. I, I think the guys you mentioned are, are perfect. I think it's somebody of substance and I don't think they're scared to get somebody that they have to extend. You know, I know we've, we've talked about cease before. I don't know. Maybe that's not the right one, but um Somebody in that in that tier is, you know, don't don't sleep on like maybe a Lorenzen that's in Detroit right now, although the Tigers Ooh, have been playing better lately. Good one. You know, I, I like something like that. Like that that makes sense, man. It's it I, I'm really curious to see how it works itself out. I, I am. But I I don't think they're gonna play scared. I think they're gonna make a move. Uh Lorenzen's that's a that's a good one. Um he's not too weighing anymore, is he? I wonder what <laughs> happened there. No, I did. No. I did love that. Love that coming out turns, freaking guns out two with the sleeveless, just hitting taters. Turns out two way and in the big leagues isn't for everybody. It's not. It doesn't just come with the invite. Um, but we're right. So Baltimore's 16th in the league in pitching right now. Okay, Tampa's yeah. first, which is why they're not going anywhere, and the Astros are second. So don't sleep on them. The Rangers are playing better. I think they had a three or four game lead still. But here come the Astros too now. They're 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 hanging around, hanging around. That's really all you got to do is just kind of hang around. We got Lance Lynn. Yeah, I mean it's a yeah White Sox yard sale. Lance Lynn, <clears throat> Giolito, and then you got to pay possible uh, Joe Kelly also. Wow. Okay. Yep. It's a it's an option. Braves still doing their thing. Um, they're arguably the best team in the National League. Obviously, Dodgers back on top by like three games. Diamondbacks playing good, but again, we've talked about this. Dodgers too talented, man. Too talented to go anywhere. I'm taking the Dodgers. I'm taking the Dodgers. Giants are playing like, good too, though. Like all the way, or are we talking about taking the division? Like without they're going to win the for me the division the division. Do they're they're win winning that the division. National League pennant. Yeah, there's time. We'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and your Brewers, dude. Your Brewers playing good. We, we, we yeah, didn't talk to It's it. about time. Forget. Like, that's, and that, that's, they've won exciting. seven series in a row. Seven yeah, series in a row. Buddy. And I think when, when it's hot and those, uh, those folks are out, you know, grilling out there with the hot dogs, with the, mm -hmm. you know, that dome clothes. 
going in the late months. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get interesting. Um, I think one of the all time like post trade since we're talking about all all star trades when we were there, two thousand eight witnessing one of the greatest all-star trades of all time, CC Sabathia coming CC, over from, yeah. from Cleveland. And to witness that was, I mean, I'm still talking about it. it was, I've never seen anything like it, but seeing that up close, but also it just became one of those things where you're something that you were paying attention to every time he took the ball, how he put an entire team on his back going eight. zero with like a, it was something ridiculous. Like with like a 1.05. Yeah, Killed it. But, and speaking of two way players, CC could hit. CC could hit legit him really, and uh, really a lot of pop him and be, between him and Dontrell Dontrell both have the, the backward Bronson Royal leg kick too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're they right. Pretty, but the, the, they, but they got it, they, got it done. Okay. So we're, we're talking about, they, I'm flipping through kicker. here, going back and forth real quick. We're talking about the dumb, dumb, all time, dumb, dumb injuries. So Bleacher yeah. report actually has a, a list of the 50, most dumb dumb okay and Hit i've never i've never heard uh, have heard this one brian anderson irons his own face I haven't heard ironed it. his face anderson burned his face and was forced to explain the embarrassing situation to reporters hmm. anderson is no stranger to dumb injuries as he once missed a start after developing elbow stiff stiffness from leaving his arm across the back seat of a taxi for 20 minutes sounds like fake news i think it's made up that's made up you think so? Bleacher Report yep. going okay. Well, well, I'm not saying that they misreported it. I'm saying that wasn't totally forthcoming. You you did not get elbow <laughs> stiffness in the back of a taxi for 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not that really happened. sure how you do that. Steve Sparks rips a phone book in half. Uh, okay, that's a tremendous Sparks- feat. I'm not mad. Yeah, uh, good shot making the Milwaukee Brewers spring train out of spring training 1994 until he saw a motivational speaker rip a phone book in half. Sparks tried to duplicate the feat, but instead the phone book ripped Sparks in half. He dislocated his shoulder. Oh, no. Dislocated his shoulder and, then, and, and puttered around in the minor leagues for a few few years before turning to the knuckleball is that was that the demise yeah. did you know that yeah i did I, you did I know, know. Steve. yeah For you, but you know he went to the knuckleball from an injury but not necessarily because of a phone book yeah but the phone book i think caused the injury that led to yeah. the knuckleball interesting yeah. Yeah. Cause and effect. shout out shout out to steve sparks og knuckleballer yep. he had to walk so ra dickie could run <laughs> Uh, all right, Dickie, good people. We got to get D train on the show. We do. We got to get his loud talking ass in here mm-hmm. and um, tell us some tell us some good stories. Hey, so we, we got we're talking we got about the, like the great tra- pitchers. So okay, Hunter, I I still I'm still crossing my fingers at Hunter. At some point, like it's like deep in a game, and they bring Hunter off the bench. They got nobody else. Thirteenth inning, they're like Hunter, grab a bat, and he goes. Yard, and then they start like working in at bats. We'll see. I'll see our our good buddy, Micah Owings, another guy post All Star trade. Literally walks over from the Arizona dugout to to the visitors dugout, not starting. Pinch hit first AB as a red pinch hit double that ended up tying tying the game. 
Um, but Michael Lorenzen, Michael Lorenzen, great, great hitter. CC, um, I have mucho respect uh, for those guys, for pitchers. Carlos Zambrano. Ooh, like mm-hmm. a lot of pops. We could probably do a whole series now that we think about it. Because you have, we've seen this. We've seen Carlos get frustrated from the left side. Speaking of, switch. hey, speaking of car washing a dugout, okay, pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty good, uh, reel over there. I'm thinking, I've seen him, I've seen him take the 243 to the the Gatorade cooler a time or two, a time or two, yeah, probably because he was more mad about striking out than giving up a two-run homer and then in right. that case took the bat to the cooler came out mm-hmm. right went righty on righty just nobody does that but he ends up smoking a double in the in the gap and i think everybody we were all in the field like this guy is he is a couple special. screws couples <laughs> he's special couple screws loose but he was uh super entertaining super entertaining entertaining indeed but that wraps it up. <clears throat> Two-way players, yep. great, we'll get great pitchers. Trade. We got we're gonna get some trade, some trade deadline coming up too. Yes, we're we're gonna get and again, yeah. I think it's gonna be inter- interesting to see what does San Diego do. I, I've slipped this in our, our group messages. Is Hater gonna be on the move? We're gonna start unloading some pieces, but there's gonna be some teams that are gonna unload some some major pieces here pretty soon. Um, but sure. again, storylines to pay attention to, uh, don't r- rip any phone books, people stay away from irons and it's Sunday. Just relax. Don't have to be a hero. It's farm to the show. Paul Janish, Chris Dickerson. We'll see you next week. Keep it real Dickie. All- Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.